All right, let's anchor it up here on Crazy Life Stories on Anchor, the best podcasting site around. Well, it's worked for me, you guys, so I think it could work for you, too. (laughs) So at any rate, this is Matt. I am a drifter. I'm a retail worker. I am a creator. I don't want to even call myself an artist anymore because for so many years I'm like, oh, I'm fucked up because I'm an art. Like, that's stupid to say that shit. Like, I'm a creator. I'm not a fucking artist exactly. I'm a creator of shit. <laughs> and I have a lot of material from the life I've lived. Obviously, from this podcast, people have seen that. So, that's cool. So, that's why I'm a creator. So, uh, today was Monday. Uh, it was a better day than yesterday in the past week. Uh, I got to go to my doctor finally. She, it, The crazy part about the mental health system is that like you always see different people. Like, So this time it was a nurse practitioner that could prescribe medication. But she didn't even introduce herself like that to my mom and I. So that was kind of weird. You know how she, she was real aggressive right off the bat. She goes, we have to weigh you. And take off your coat. And I was like, okay. Like, and I said, I said, well, uh, I said something right off the bat. Cause I could see her like weird, you know, toughness, hard, whatever, hard, tough love bullshit that she was doing to me right off the bat. So I said, well, I don't even know how to be an adult. I'm that mentally ill. I said that right off the bat. She goes, well, you are an adult, even if you don't know how to be one or not. I'm like, okay, whatever you say. So that's how it started. Like, uh, well, f- I mean, we had to check in first, obviously you do all that shit. And like, I don't know, like I found out my insurance that I used to have, I have again, but they dropped it back in October, but then they picked it up in February. I'm like, you guys are crazy. Like people need insurance. People that need prescriptions need their prescriptions. Not like you had, you want Oxycontin to get high. Like you need your mental health prescriptions, you know, end of story. Like, otherwise you act like I'm lunatic. You know, that, that's me. So, (laughs) so at any rate, like the lady was tough, but I kind of like told her like all this mental illness shit just makes you want to like feel sorry for yourself. And she didn't really want to hear that. And I said some other shit, you know, I just kind of said like, well, all I do is think about and obsess about my mental illness when I'm at work. So it's really hard for me to be at work, but I will work. But I'm just telling you what goes through my head. And they don't, the psychiatrist and the nurse practitioners, they don't want to hear any of this shit because you have to see a psychologist or a therapist for that shit. It's just how they have the system set up is so complicated. If you're going to see somebody that's helping you, you should be able to bitch to them a little bit about what you're going through. I don't care if they're a psychiatrist a psychologist, a therapist, a social worker. I don't give a fuck. You should be able to talk to them. And when they don't want to hear what you have to say, I think that's fucking crazy. So I was a little turned off by this lady on a couple things. But she got my prescriptions over to Osco here in Elmhurst, and I was, like, grateful as hell. And so my mom drove me home, and then we went and got some food, and then drop me off. And I'm like, can you just go get the prescription at Osco? I got to get ready for work. So she got the prescription. She threw it up the stairs. I took one. I feel a lot more calm now. So that Rispidone pill as an antipsychotic does work for a person like me. So I don't rant as much and I can go to work and just be chill. <laughs> you know, um, 
I mean, I told her, like, I've been homeless five times. I've had over 30 jobs. I put myself out there a lot. I make videos. I have a podcast. I sing in a choir. I told her I do all this stuff. <coughs> and she wasn't even really that impressed or anything. So I was just like, these people are weird. Like, I've been through it all. And I can say that I've been through it all. And these people don't even care. And, you know, but they're there to help you. It's just so fucking weird. I don't know, whatever. So, like, I got my, you know, like I said, I got my prescription. And then I got ready for work and ate my food and went to work. And I took my pill and it works instantly, thank God. So, it's like I I did feel better instantly after I took it. And my mom dropped me off at work because I was running late. And then I got to work and nobody was like, where were you this weekend? You know, nobody was like, what the hell? You know, they understand that sometimes you, I guess what I, the one cool thing about the working world these days is that if you do need time off for your mental health, they will give it to you. So that is positive. They're not going to fire you because they like you. They Whole Foods, Jewel, wherever I go, they love me. Because I show up, I try hard, I try to learn new things. I'm not always perfect at everything, but I do my best, you know. <laughs> so at any rate, I was working, I was doing maintenance today, so I was really grateful I didn't have to ring a lot because I also feel that ringing uh, on a register, cashiering, is part of my stress. And not feel, I know, but, uh, and so I don't know, about halfway through my shift, I my uh, supervisor who are, our front end main supervisor is now helping out in seafood because there's no supervisor over there, you know, because departments are missing people all over the United States and in jobs and it's just nuts. So I just went up to him and I just, I said, Austin, like, uh, is, is that maintenance position, that part-time maintenance position still open? And he said, it's not, but if you want to be transferred to full-time maintenance, I'd be more than happy to do that for you. So I'm like, oh my God, I got out of the front end, so I don't have to ring anymore. Maybe I'll have to help bag or like uh, maybe do carts, but I don't have, I got out of ringing people up. Like I only have to do it for another week. And then he said one more week of the front end and then uh, I can transfer to full-time maintenance. Or I don't know if it's full, it might be part-time, but whatever. I'm getting almost 40 hours right now, so it's just about full-time, whatever, you know. So I was like, oh my God, I'm so, I can stay at this job now because I don't have to ring anymore. Cause I just feel that between Jewel, two, a little over two years of Jewel, and then about almost six months of Whole Foods, I'm just burnt out on ringing, ringing people up at the registers. I'm just fucking burnt out. And a lot of my coworkers feel the same way. So it's not just me. Like I said, I'm, or I made a video on Instagram. I talked to the people at Walgreens, how they felt about ringing up Elmhurst people. And they were like, one of the guys goes, oh, it's a rough one. And the other girl goes, oh, it's hard. And I was like, yep. See, so it's not easy to ring these people up. So like not, some of them obviously are great and they help bag and they help do the, Some of them are amazing. And then some of them are just like impossible to deal with or, or they degrade you or they watch you as stare weird shit. So I just can't, life's too short to be miserable at your position. So... <laughs> and I like maintenance better because you, you have a lot more freedom and you're more it's more an in more of an independent position. So I transferred to maintenance. So it is what it is. Like I, I gave my you know, I gave myself or I gave Whole Foods, I didn't mean to say I gave myself, I gave uh Whole Foods the best 
of Matt could offer at the front end for almost six months. And it's just like, I can't fucking do it anymore. So I just, I'm grateful that I, instead of quitting or getting frustrated, I just, I'll just transfer departments. (laughs) You can always do that. Cause they, and, and the thing is, is I've been doing maintenance for a while now anyways. So they're like, why wouldn't you do that? And he said, I'll, they'll train me on some other stuff that I can do. Cause I'm sure there's some maintenance stuff. I'm still, I'm, I'm doing a lot of maintenance stuff right now, but I'm sure there's still some more that I could be doing. And if it's a full-time position, then I can be doing that more, you know? So I, I, I made a smart decision today, you know, or maybe it is because I'm back on my medication and I'm just more calm and more focused. So I'm like, no, Whole Foods is not going to get me out of poverty. No, you know, but it's a job for now. I mean, I talked to my dad tonight. He came back from New York and I talked to him and I was like, you know, I'm going to put this in perspective instead of being pissed about it. Like, cause it's easy to get pissed and feel sorry for yourself and all that shit. But again, truth be told, like, <clears throat> like, uh, what the hell's the point of feeling sorry for yourself? I mean, I get it, but at the same time, like just throw yourself out there and do the best job you can do. And if you fail, you know that you did the best you could do. So you have nothing to be mad or ashamed or negative about anyway. So I don't know. Like I, I know I'm a positive person. Like obviously any type of mental health issue is going to derail some of your positivity from time to time. That's just how it, you know, some people are worse than others. It is what it is. But, uh, I know I'm a positive person and and when I get jobs and I work there and I I show them what I can do they're like this guy's really good you know so it's like it's not like these jobs hate me and I come in late every day and or I miss like 6 days in a row or, you know it's not like that it's it's like they love me and they're like Matt you're a great worker like thank you for helping our company you know like it's more like that. So I got to remember that people really appreciate me at this job, even if my mental health isn't 100% every day. I got to remember that I'm appreciated <laughs> at my jobs, you know, because I try fucking hard. And I, I really do. Like, I, I, you know, I've dealt with depression my whole life, too. But I always got out of fucking bed, you know. It is what it is. Like, it's unfair, but you do what you can do. Yeah. So... I feel like I'm being a lot more reasonable on this podcast tonight than maybe some of the past nights. Uh, but, you know, whatever. Like, so, It's just I have this issue with like when I'm working a bunch of hours in a row and days in a row. I have this issue with like not being able to like squeeze my doctor appointment. In. And I tell these people this and they're sometimes like this lady was kind of hard on me today about it. And I'm just like, yeah, but like. You don't understand what it's like to be a mental patient or told you are or you have the thought in your head every day of your life, whatever it is, you know, and then you got to go to work. Then you got to go to doctor appointments. And I know everybody goes to doctor appointments. I'm not like trying to be special about that. I'm just saying like mental health doctor appointments are not always easy to get. And sometimes you have to wait a long time to get them. And it's frustrating. Like, I called four days in a row to get my appointment moved up forward. And I was pretty aggressive because I wasn't on one of my medications. I was pretty fucking aggressive on the phone. But I got it done. 
So it's like sometimes you have to be like that, though. So what, what people call negative, sometimes you have to be like that to get your point across or to get something accomplished. It is what it is. In this country, you shouldn't have to be like that, but it is what it is. That's how it is. Oh, so work was good, uh, and then just came home and ate and now doing the podcast, but it's just like, man, like, I'm just trying to stay level-headed. Like, that's the biggest thing, and it's just like... And of course, this nurse practitioner, well, I don't like weed. And I'm just like, big surprise. People in the healthcare industry don't like weed. Like, how many times have I heard this fucking one? Well, I'm going to smoke weed. I don't drink. I don't go to bars. I don't get in trouble with cops drunk anymore like I used to. I don't do any of that shit. So if you're going to tell me, if you're going to try to take away my weed too, it's like, fuck you. (laughs) You know, like, that's where I draw the line, like. Maybe cut down and not buy as much so I could save more money. I'll be honest about that. But, like, I'm not quitting for good just because I'm labeled mentally ill and another guy that smokes blunts all day long isn't, you know, it's like I'm not falling for that shit, like, whether I am or not. You know, I mean, it is what it is. But, like, I'm sorry. I'm a very passionate person about marijuana, like, more than the average Midwestern person. That's how I feel and view myself. So it's like, no, 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 That It's my religion. Like weed is my religion at this point and has been for 20 years. It's it's gotten me through a lot of these jobs. I'm not even going to lie. So, you know, <laughs> I'm not giving it up. I don't care. Even if I am mentally ill, I'm not giving it up. So it is what it is. But it's all these things, you know. But, uh... Oh, I don't know. Like it, it was an interesting day, you know. But I, I, I'm trying to. I got to get blood work too because of, I take lithium, and she was flipping out at me about you got to get blood. Not she wasn't yelling, but she was not, you know, happy with me. Let's just put it because I, I blew off an appointment in November, and they just weren't happy with me that I haven't been there in a while, and I'm just like. Once again, I'm the kind of guy that struggles with working jobs and making doctor appointments. I, it's just not, you know, I, I can make a podcast that has almost 3,000 plays, but I'm not fucking good at making doctor appointments and fucking working jobs and combining the two and finding the time off to go to the doctor. I mean, I did it today, but, I, you know, I did do it today, but I'm not always good at this shit. So my parents said they'll step in and they'll help me with that stuff. I'm like, thank you. Let's stop arguing about it and fucking help each other. We'll have a better household. And I told them I'm going to stop yelling and bitching and ranting in, in the morning when I get up for work or in the shower. I'm going to shut up and just go to work and like save money so I can do something with my life because at least I have a place to stay and at least I have a job. And the past few weeks, I haven't even been grateful about that. And I'm honest, but I am now. But I'm just saying like, at least I have a place to stay in a job where I have a chance to save up some money. And I'm not saying I do have money saved up, but you know what? This world's expensive. So I fucking need more. That's just the reality of it. You know, and I'm not going to bitch about the disability money anymore. It's like, that's for later in life. That's my savings. Hustle money right now. You're not totally, completely mentally handicapped that you cannot work. You know, I have to remember. And I mean, there's even people at Whole Foods and Jewel with worse disabilities than me. And they're there. So it's like, dude, if you're going to sit there and feel sorry for yourself because you have fucking ADD and bipolar. Like, there's like millions of people with, not millions, but thousands, sorry. At least 
sorry, the millions was way of an exaggeration. I apologize. But like, there's like thousands of people with ADD and bipolar out there. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm nothing that special on the mental health side. I'm not saying it's an easy life. I'm just saying there's a lot of us out there. So not everybody wants to speak about it, which is fine. Some people want to keep it hidden, which is fine. I'm more of an open guy about it. You know, I talk about it with people. Sometimes I obsess about it. Sometimes I talk about it at work or the wrong place. My mistake. Going to try to stop doing that shit too because it's just negative talk that's unnecessary. See, I know all this stuff. I just fall into the negative shit. Oh, truth. (laughs) So it's all good. But anyways, I'm going to get going. But, uh. Whatever, I'm just going to keep my head up. It is what it is. Like, yeah, life's not supposed to be easy. I got to keep reminding myself even that one. Nobody said anything that you were going to try to accomplish or do or or survive is ever going to be easy. Nobody ever said that. So I got to remember, but I'm doing good. I'm just fucking, I just got to save some more money and then figure out where I want to go. Like, it is what it is. The, no, the only person that's stopping me is me. So... <laughs> Or, or, you know, the only person that can make it happen is me. So I got to remember this shit. Like, it is what it is. So I'm only 41. I can do whatever the fuck I want with my life. Like, sometimes it doesn't feel that way. But I still have to remind myself that I can. I'm, I'm in good health. You know, I don't have diabetes. I don't have this. I mean, I probably should still watch how much sugar I intake. But... It's just hard for me to ration that because I don't drink alcohol and I don't smoke cigarettes or cigars and I I don't even eat that much fast food anymore, you know. So it's hard for me to be like, I can't have an energy drink. Why? It's not alcohol, you know. And even at the, the, the psychiatrist appointment, I'm like, well, what am I supposed to drink for the rest of my life? And they're like, water. And I'm like, oh, God, of course. I mean, I love water. Water's really good, but I'm just a flavor person. I'm sorry. And yeah, I like sugar. I'm an honest guy. Like, <laughs> you know, so I don't know. It is what it is. Life could be way worse, so I'm just going to keep hanging in there. But, you know, I just, oh, I just like. Like, you can't expect people to have sympathy and empathy for you, but sometimes you wish they would. Let's just put it that way. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm going to end with that. But uh, at any rate, you guys have a killer night. Have a good rest of the week. I'm going to try to have a way better week this week than last week, but sometimes you got to go through a week of hell to get to a week of heaven. So I don't know what else to say. You just have to stay alive and survive and not go to jail. (laughs) And just work and save money. That's probably the smartest thing to do. Is just work and shut up and be humble and save money. And be grateful that you you have the ability to earn money still. And that you're not that far gone. So whatever. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to get back on the, my normal Matt Bennett gratefulness level of positivity. Because I am a grateful human being. With, with or without my problems. I am a grateful human being. I just... Part sometimes with mental health issues, your head goes south and it gets negative and it's hard sometimes. So it's like it's hard to overcome the positivity <laughs> or the negativity. I'm sorry, uh, it's hard to overcome the negativity and, and stay positive. It's hard, but you have to do it anyways, just because it, it you just it's 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 counterproductive 
to just be negative all the time about how, I've, how everything is unfair and your life is so hard. And it's counterproductive to be like that. And I know I fall into it, but I'm just saying it's, I also know it's counterproductive. So I'm, I'm going to listen to this episode and remind myself like, Matt, every, everyone's, everyone's fighting for their life right now. Like in, in these COVID shitty times, like everybody's doing what they can do to stay alive. You know, so you got to remember that. Like, you're not going to, like, get the whole world to agree with you. You're not going to get your project to get out there. There's going to be somebody's project that's going to get more views than yours and less views than you. You know, you got to remember, like, that that example is there's always going to be someone out there better than you. And there's always going to be someone worse than you. See, I know all this stuff. I just get into modes. But it's it's got to be mental health issues because what else would it be? Like, you know, so at any rate... That's it. (laughs) That's all I got. This is Matt Bennett for Crazy Life Stories on Anchor. Oh, yeah. Have a great night.